you guys doing? Welcome to Raving Geeks. It's just me and Jeremy today. Yep. So we're just going to try to do our own little thing here. We do have two bits of news that we want to share with you. Uh, first of Wait, all... first I want to talk about kind of what we're going to go over this episode. Because this is not like a typical episode of Raving Geeks. That is um, true. <laughs> because next week will be a full hour of Avengers Infinity War, I believe. Yeah, then the next week will yeah. just be pretty much us reviewing so it. So we, f- we figure it's just going to be superheroes that week, or I did at least. So I figured this week yeah. we might as well do something a little different. And yeah. we're going to talk, be talking a lot about video games. We are. And video games we like. Um, so you want to go ahead and finish up on news? Oh, yeah, um, we did get a new Jurassic World trailer, which I think showed... A little bit more than I maybe wanted it to, because I feel like I've seen I don't watch trailers, the whole so. movie now. Um, basically, I'd, I assume, like, the premise that we initially thought of them going to the island to rescue all the dinosaurs, I think now is a little different. Seems like the government has come in and is trying to control some of the dinosaurs. Looks like they've genetically modified some sort of new one. Shocker. <laughs> they, they got a new dinosaur. Yeah, shocker, because that's never been done in any Jurassic Park movie ever. That's not a new idea at all. So um, it just looks kind of eh to me. I wasn't really overly impressed with it. But Chris Pratt looks badass, so I might give it a shot. But yeah. I was just kind of like, I, I don't feel the need to go out and see this opening day. It was just kind of underwhelming. That's but. been a series that I've always kind of been, like, mad towards. Yeah. Outside I, of the first one, it's just been kind of... Well, I like, watched the first one, and there was a part where, like, there's an angsty teen, and he, like, he's, like, in a science room. Yeah. And there's, like, dinosaurs, and he's like, dude, don't you want to look at the dinosaurs? Like, his dad's like, look at the dinosaurs. He's like, yeah. Dinosaurs are for kids, Dad. Yeah, Something along those yeah. lines. And I'm like, I can't take this movie seriously anymore. Yeah. So I stopped watching probably too early. But Yeah, no, it's I I wasn't um I didn't hate Jurassic World. I didn't love it. It was kind of in the middle for me. Yeah. And I'm kind of feeling I might feel the same way about this upcoming one. Mm-hmm. I questioned why they felt the need to make it. Well, I'll take Money. that back. <laughs> Jurassic World made a lot of cash. So I, I know why they're making it, but storyline wise, I questioned where they would take it. Yeah, is what I really was trying to say, and I, well, we'll see. I'm not 100 percent sold on this just yet, but I could be wrong. Mm. And also, another set of news: if you were expecting to see Silver Surfer or any 20th Century Fox owned characters for that matter in Avengers Three, I think you're going to be a little disappointed. Um, from what I hear, the Disney Fox deal could be done around, I, th- I believe, summer of 2019 was what I was hearing. Wow, that is. Or maybe a little bit earlier if everything goes perfectly. It won't. But, uh, yeah, I'm, we'll get to that. Yeah. But um, basically, in an interview, the Russo brothers were asked about uh, 20th Century Fox characters, I believe, specifically they were asked about Silver Surfer. And basically, they essentially said what we pretty much all knew is that they didn't own the character, but it's you know something on a lot of fans' wish lists. So in the future, possibly, which I took that as... We had, we are going to own him eventually, so eventually yeah, he'll be in yeah. it, just not now. We're still negotiating. Yeah, so I, I think eventually we'll see a lot of those characters segue themselves into the MCU. I just think right now um, we're probably just going to have to stick with our usual suspects that we know and love in the MCU right now. And any new characters we brought in, either after Infinity War, maybe even after Avengers 4. So we might have to wait a while. I don't know how they would put the Fantastic Four in the movies now. Yeah. Because there's been so much that's happened that it would have made sense for the Fantastic Four to be part of it. Yeah. Like, it's, aren't uh, the Fantastic Four in New York? Yeah. They, I think their uh, base of operations is based in New York. Okay. And, like, because 
I mean, I feel like they would have logically ran into someone else. Like, yeah. it would be, it's going to be a strange retcon. It's like, yeah, why well, didn't you just help us earlier? Yeah, I guess that you could just say they didn't get their powers until just now. Oh, you could yeah, say, that's true, that's true. But my real question is how they segue the X-Men in, because mutants are born with their powers. Yeah, so, so it's just people hanging out. Yeah, like, I want to say, should... you can't just say, oh, they just now got their powers. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess you could say they were all just now born, yeah. but that would seem weird. Or they, I mean, oh, they could use, okay, hear me out. They okay. could use Thanos coming to Earth and, like, destroying stuff mm-hmm. to, like, be like, that's how people got in, like, got their powers. Like, it contaminated, like, the Earth and, like, yeah. things like that. Like, that's when mutants started being born. Like, that's a you way they could, could do, do that. It. it would piss a lot of hardcore comic oh, book yeah. fans off, I'm sure. But that is a way you could do it. Um, I've been hearing some chatter from, basically, uh, a, a show on YouTube that was kind of rambling. Um, basically saying they don't think that uh, Avengers 4 will be a continuation of Thanos, like some people think. Mm-hmm. They think Avengers 3 is, that's the Thanos storyline, and it's done. Avengers 4 will be something completely different. Yeah, I can see that. So it's possible at the end of Avengers 3 we see Earth in ruins, and Avengers 4 is the, I guess, the jump-off point from whatever that is, and Thanos is gone, and it's some other new threat. So yeah. it's possible that they could find some interesting, weird way that deviates from the comics to introduce mm-hmm. these characters. I'm, I'm curious as how they're going to do that. It would That'll be, be so hard to... Yeah. Explain that'd be the biggest plot. Yeah, ever. If, if Marvel can somehow somehow successfully explain this in a way that's believable, then they can do no wrong to me because I'm I'm at a standstill on how they're going to do this. That'd be the single greatest writing miracle for sure. Whoever whoever is able to write that, that screenwriter needs mm-hmm. to be pegged for everything for yeah. the end of time Give them all forever. The yes, Give him a Nobel Peace Prize. like that. That guy needs some sort of award that transcends film because yeah. him being able to do that is ridiculous. But. Now we can get into our main segment of gaming because First, we love I it so read much. Our, I want to read our mi- our missing members' favorites. Oh so, yeah. This topic was kind of um, like I just thought like what are my five favorite video games and the games of, that have had the most impact in my life and mm-hmm. have kind of shaped my opinions and things like that. So when I asked this to uh, Steven, he gave me three games and then he was like, "Wait a minute, I have more." So the first games he gave me were Last of Us, Halo 3, and Twilight Princess. Okay. So Last of Us, um, PlayStation, third-person shooter, yeah. zombie game. Um, I played it. It's a beautiful game. I wasn't a huge fan of it, not like Steven is. Halo 3, that's a legendary game. Yeah. Twilight Princess, that's a fun game. I've never like, played it. Really? it. I never beat it because I was a kid and Zelda didn't make sense to me. And I <laughs> yeah. don't... like. I like Zelda games, but mm-hmm. they're like the Zelda fan. Like I always use a guide, and the yeah. Zelda fan base likes to make fun of me for doing that. Um, I'm sure if there are Zelda fans listening, they are screaming like, "This guy didn't even play Zelda." Yeah. Um, Steven's other favorite two games were Modern Warfare Two, and Super Smash Bros. Melee. Okay. Yeah. And I guess I don't know of that list. Only game that I've actually played at all is Halo 3. Okay. Because me and my brother used to grow up playing all sort of, uh, not just first-person shooters, but, like, you know, shooters you could, like, play with a friend, whether it be, like, Gears, yeah, split screen games. Halo, mm-hmm. you know, Modern Warfare 2, stuff of that nature. Um, so I think that was, I guess, yeah, Modern Warfare 2 and Halo were probably the two I played yeah, most extensively. Yeah, those were huge yeah. games. That, like, those are two big competitors. Yeah. I, I was told by everyone to play Last of Us, mm-hmm. and... I think at the time I didn't. I only had my Xbox. I didn't have a PlayStation yet. Yeah. So I I don't think I ever because Last of Us was PlayStation exclusive, correct? It was. Yeah. Okay. So I don't think I had my PlayStation around the time that 
um, Last of Us was popular. I just had my Xbox. Yeah, it came out on PS3 first. And yeah, then they put it on PS4. When the yeah, PS4 I, I just out. had my 360, so I didn't get it. I'd never, I've never seen anybody play it. I've never played it myself or anything like that. But I've heard great things. I've always wanted to get into it. I just never got around to it. Yeah, it definitely has flaws. Like yeah. there are scripted events that don't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like in one mission, sorry, spoilers, but there's like a sniper on a building, yeah. and you can't shoot him. Hmm. Like you can't kill him. You have to run. He doesn't even exist. It's just a gun shooting at you no matter where you go. Huh. Like, it's things like that that are yeah. just weird. And, like, there are a lot of set pieces that are like, why would this look like this way? Yeah. It's really cool, though, because there are, like, there are different elements of the game that you can play with. Like, I played it with my brother and my friend. Okay. We had a really hard part. So you could either, like, stealthily sneak around or you could, like, use what resources you had to try and power through. Mm-hmm. And what we did was we set traps all around, like, a group of zombies okay. and then threw a firebomb at one. And then he got all the other ones on fire and then they hit the traps. And it was it was just a cool, unique gaming experience that, like, it was exactly what we wanted to do. And we could do yeah. it in that part of the game. But in other parts of the game, you just couldn't. Does the game give you, like, a lot of freedom? Is it more, like, open world or is it no. pretty complex? It's a series of linear levels. Okay. Um. There are, like, different hallways you can take and stuff like that. Like, yeah. it's, it's a s- survival slash, like, it's a zombie game. Yeah. Um, And you're, like, basically the story is you find a little girl and she has a cure to a disease, to the zombie disease, and you have to try and escort her somewhere. So the game okay. is just one big escort mission pretty gotcha, much. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Huh. A competent ex, like, because usually I hate es- escort missions. Yeah. But, like, she's helpful and she can't die. So it's not that bad. That helps because that that mm-hmm. that's one of my biggest pet peeves in games when you have to escort somebody, but yeah. they're being dumb. Like Those the AI is like suck. being stupid, or they're like running off somewhere. It's like stay with me so I can protect you. Yeah, that's one of my biggest pet peeves in games: escort missions. I cannot stand those. Did you ever play Bioshock Infinite? I've never played Bioshock. Okay. Uh, I've only played Bioshock Infinite, but there's an NPC like that where all she yeah. does is just throw you ammo and like yeah. stuff to help you, and she mm-hmm. can't die. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect way to do NPCs. Yeah, I'll say if you if there is going to be an NPC that you have to protect or escort, have them not be able to die. Yeah, have it's them just, add something too. Yeah, because it's just it gets annoying when you feel like you have to baby them or like protect them or kind of drag them along. They're the worst. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it kind of just it brings down the gaming experience a little bit. Yeah, I remember playing games and just yelling at my TV. Like, exactly. Run! Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I recently had to do a mission like that. Uh, I was playing Assassin's Creed Origins. That's th- Assassin's Creed is the worst at yeah, that. Yeah, they are the worst at NPCs that you have to protect. Suck yeah, too, so you're just and you like because you're you're trying to escort them and they follow you, mm-hmm. um, but like they'll get caught by some guard and you have to go protect them and another guard will come attack and they can't defend themselves at all. Yeah, or if they can, they do a pretty crappy job of it. So like you basically have to do everything by yourself and they're just there in your way. Yeah. And basically making you fail the mission every time they die. It, it, that irritates me the most. I think Assassin's Creed is probably one of the worst offenders of that. Yeah, and then you hit yeah. the right trigger and your guy just climbs up a pole. Yeah. And you're like, well, now it's over. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that was the worst. Do you want to get into your top five games? Uh, my then, top five were, these probably aren't going to be like, you know, the, like the best of the best games of all yeah, time. These are just games you. that had an impact on my life. I put Tekken 3. Okay. Only because that's the first video game I ever played. Nice. So it was the first I game I ever play. played with my brother. He would always win, obviously, because I was like three. <laughs> yeah, but that was I was the, first... the older brother in those situations. Yeah, no, I was I was always getting beat by my older brother in everything, whether it be Madden, 2K, Tekken, Mortal Kombat. I'm used to losing. Mm. So, <laughs> um, but that was um, that was the first game I ever played. Got me into fighting games a little bit, because after that we started getting into Street Fighter and things of that nature. So that was one. Um, another one would be Mortal Kombat, specifically Mortal Kombat X, just because... When did that come out? 
Uh, is that the one that came out for the PS? It's the most recent one. Oh, okay, I yeah. think I played. A it came out on the one. the current uh, generation yeah. system, so it's on PS4 and Xbox okay. One. I have it on PS4, um, but it's it, like it's the most recent Mortal Kombat game. Um, it introduced a lot of new characters, which um, I didn't really use when the game initially came out. I just stuck to what I knew: the Scorpions, Raidens, you know, yeah. Liu Kangs of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of started using the newer characters a little bit as the game progressed, like as I got used to the game. Um, but Mortal Kombat as a franchise has been a part of my life for a long time. Because never along owned with a Mortal Kombat. Game. Never. I the only Not a fighting one. game I like is Smash Bros. Really? Yeah. I, I get that. I don't know why, but like I was just uh, covering an event actually for Central Michigan Life. One of the guys had a uh, one of the ventures. I guess was like a uh, a gaming app to try to connect games together. And no, I like, talked to that guy too yesterday. Yeah, and he <laughs> yeah. had like Super Smash Brothers set yeah. up at a station, so I just played against him. And I was talking to him, and there's like this huge Super Smash Brothers like thing on campus apparently. Yeah, I went to that yesterday. Yeah, so I did not realize Super Smash Brothers was as popular as it was, mm-hmm. but that was um, a game I kind of got into, but not really a whole lot. I played that with my brother a little yeah. bit, but it it wasn't as part of my life as nearly as much as Mortal Kombat was, which is mm-hmm. why I gravitate towards that a little bit more. Because um, along with Tekken, the second, I guess, second game I ever played was Mortal, I think it was Mortal Kombat 4, whichever one where Shinnok is the villain. Dude, I have no idea. I think that's Mortal Kombat 4, I think. Um, I think it's the, the first game with Shinnok and Quan Chi. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure it was Mortal Kombat 4. Um, and ever since then, I've been in love with Mortal Kombat games. I stuck on to Mortal Kombat more than I did with Tekken. For some reason, I played Tekken 3, and then every time I saw Tekken in an arcade, I would play it, but I never bought any other Tekken games after Mortal that. Mortal Kombat seemed more accessible but, to me, especially yeah. as like, an English audience. Like, there's just a lot more Mortal Kombat stuff. Like, I like I can walk into GameStop, and I see more Mortal Kombat stuff than I see Tekken mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, so yeah. it's just easier for me to get a hold of. Plus, I don't know why I just enjoyed those games a little bit more, just because of... I guess the spectacle of them. You had, you know, the fatalities and stuff like that. That was the coolest thing. Yeah, I I just just watched my friend play and I just watched cool fatalities. Like, as good as Tekken is, it just seemed like an average fighter game. A good one, but, like, I felt like Mortal Kombat added a little bit more in terms of the gore and in terms of each character has their own unique thing, Um, which, I and I plus I know more about the characters in Mortal Kombat than I do about Tekken. It's hard to get into a different one. Like, as much as I love Tekken, I could not really tell you what it's about that much. I have a general idea, but I have a more in-depth understanding, I feel like, of Mortal Kombat than I do of um, any other fighting game I've ever played. Yeah. So that's why it sticks close to me. Another one uh, I'm stealing from our friend is Modern Warfare 2. Okay. Because I still think that's the best uh, Call of Duty game that I've played to date. Um, I played it at Nauseam. Uh, back in I my old house. I think we all did when we yeah. were like in middle school. Yeah, that was that was definitely my game of choice back in the day. It replaced Madden for a while, which anyone who knows me knows how much I play Madden. So <laughs> if anything can replace Madden, that's how you know it's good. Um, another one would be Assassin's Creed 2. Okay. Um, I don't know why that one of all the Assassin's Creed games sticks out to me the most, but I remember having the most fun with that one. And all the other ones, I feel like I haven't had... They've, I mean, some of them have improved upon the game, but even the ones that improved upon it, I didn't have the same amount of fun with it. Yeah. So yeah, Assassin's definitely. Creed 2 stuck with me. And my last one would be Batman Arkham Knight. Um, okay. I, why I chose that over Arkham City or, you know, Arkham Asylum Which or any of the other ones. Which one was the most ones. recent one? I, th- I think Arkham Knight's the most recent okay. one. Yeah, it is. It's the most recent one. That's when they created a new villain. Yeah. The, the yeah. Arkham Knight. It just looks like, like Batman, but he's yeah. gold or silver. Yeah, basically. Um, and I don't, I guess I... That one kind of took because I was trying to debate over which of the Arkham series I would pick, whether it be Asylum. I guess I kind of stuck with Arkham Knight mainly because you could use the Batmobile. That was the only reason yeah. I was just like, "Well, I can use the Batmobile in this one," so I guess that I'll give that the edge mm-hmm. just based on that. But the Arkham series as a whole, 
I would put in there if I could. But if I had to pick one, definitely Arkham Knight. The only thing of Arkham Knight I played was in the Batmobile. Yeah. Because when you do those, like, Joker's races or whatever, mm-hmm. or the Riddler, yeah. my brother could not do those. So he'd just be like, you do it for me. Yeah, so, no, those Riddler races, I forgot which one it was, but I didn't get past it. I just gave yeah, up. Those one are the of only them. parts yeah. of the game I played. I got past two of them, and I forgot which Batmobile I used. I think they all pretty much play the same. I didn't except know there for, were different ones. Yeah, there, there are, like, different skins you can use, which wow. makes me angry because some of them, like, you, they don't have weapons on them. Like if you, yeah. So like the regular Batmobile that they have just in the game has all the weapons equipped, and there are some other ones that have that as well. But if you use, I think there's the Batmobile from the 2008, you know, Dark Knight movie. I like that one a lot. And then there's the Batmobile from Batman vs Superman. Yeah, Yeah. and both of them you can't use the weapons on it, which seems weird because both Batman vs Superman and the Tumbler uses those weapons a lot. Yeah. So it just seemed weird that you would strip those vehicles of that. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really use them as much as I wanted to because they were pretty much useless. Yeah. Yeah, I used them for the races, and it was I, I, I'm I pretty sure I completed the first two races, and then there was another one I just I could not get past it, and I just gave they up. It took a long time. So, yeah, and like the two I completed took a while. Like it wasn't like a, a one and done thing. It took like at least I think five tries for each one for me to get it. Yeah. Just because I don't know what it is with me in racing games, I just am not good at them. So like you try to incorporate really? that. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know what it is me in racing games. Let's talk about Mario Kart and the other racing game. For some reason, I don't do well, and I did not do well in that part of Arkham Knight at all. Yeah, I could yeah. I could see them maybe uh, not putting that in the next one if they make another yeah, one. Yeah, that would be greatly appreciated. Just let me use the battle build. Don't force me to race anybody. Yeah, and just put guns illogical. on the other skins. Come on. Yeah, that would be nice, too, if I can use the tumbler and actually shoot somebody. It's kind of what I bought the game for. <laughs> you kill so many people in that game. Like, I know Batman doesn't... I hate the argument yeah. Batman doesn't kill people. Yeah. And then within, like, 30 seconds of playing that game, I'm like, you just killed so many people. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to say, like, I feel like even though you're not shooting directly at people because a lot of the vehicles that you shoot against They're or drones. go up against are, like, unmanned. Yeah. But, like, I feel like based on the explosions and everything, like, I definitely mm-hmm. killed somebody through collateral damage. You know what yeah. I'm saying? All the explosions and damage I'm calling. But I guess they have their way of getting around that. But, I mean, I feel like we should be past the whole... I Granted, I didn't. I don't know a whole lot about DC Comics as much as I know mm-hmm. about Marvel. But I feel like Batman vs Superman kind of did away with the whole Batman doesn't kill people thing. He definitely kills people. He kills, kills people a in, lot. He of kills people in that a movie. lot of people in that. So yeah. I feel like we could have. It's a video game. I feel like we could have had yeah. more fun with that. But I don't have any like deep ties into DC comics, so mm-hmm. I probably would have been okay with that. I'm sure, there would have been a lot of the other DC people who wouldn't have. Were not okay. So, but I, I would have liked to just had a little bit more freedom to kind of do what I wanted with that. But other than that, the game's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. I'll get into mine. These are in no order because I really couldn't put them in an order. Yeah. So um, I'll start off. Stardew Valley is a game I've talked about a lot on here. Okay. It's not an exciting game. Like it's about farming and fishing and mining and stuff like that. And you're mm-hmm. in like this like small town. Yeah. And the game starts where you're like just at an office job. Yeah. And you look like it flips to a letter from your grandpa before he died, and he goes. Write this when you're, like, at your most down, like, when you're the saddest. Mm-hmm. So you open it up, and it's a deed to a farm. So you go, and you, like, get your grandpa's farm, and, like, this, there's okay. this whole, like, nature to explore and a whole town to get to know people in. It's an incredibly interesting game. It was made by one person. Really? So it's, like, the music is awesome. It's very relaxing, too. And, like, just the level of detail in the sprites. It's, like, a top-down, mm-hmm. like, um, like 16 or, like, 32-bit, like, yeah. old-style game. Okay. It's fantastic. If you... If anybody's listening and you want to take like a half an hour break from your finals from like studying, it's the perfect thing to do because you can just turn your brain off and just walk around a farm mm-hmm. and plant some. Vegetables. Is it a game that you don't have to like commit a whole lot of time to? No, 
I mean, you can if you want to. I yeah. put over 100 hours into it. Yeah. But you can also play it in, like, short 15-minute spurts. Mm-hmm. Like, the game is divided up into days, and 28 days are one month, and there's four months in a year in the game. Okay. Each day is 15 minutes. Okay. So you can play for 15 minutes, go to bed, and then go do something else. Okay, that's cool. That's actually yeah. really convenient, actually. Yeah, but the opposite of that is you get the, oh, I'll just play one more day. I'll just yeah. play one more day. Yeah. Stay up till 3 a.m. before, just like, yeah. oh, one more day. Yeah, that would definitely happen to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like that, too. Like, I'll be into a game, and I'll, like, I should probably get started on something else. I'll be like, yeah, I'll fit in one more game. And then yeah. I look up, like, three, you know, three hours later, and I'm still doing the same thing. So, yeah, I would definitely fall victim to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. like, your in-game character goes to bed, and then yeah. it shows you, like, because you sell whatever crops so you can upgrade your farm and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then it's like how much money you made overnight. And I'm like, look at all this money. I can go buy a bunch of more stuff. <laughs> yeah. so just wake up, run over to the shop and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also like get married. Like, um, like there's 15 different characters that you can marry. And like guys can marry guys, girls can marry girls. Like it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Like when the game came out, like Polygon wrote an article or something like that. Yeah. Like, the level of sexual acceptance in this game is awesome. And it is. Like, it, like I was a dude one time, and I'm like, I'll marry a dude. Why not? Yeah. So I just did. It's cool. Hmm. Yeah. You can, like, adopt kids and stuff like that. So it's a lot of freedom, would you say? Oh, yeah. yeah. You, and, um, yeah, like, each season has different events. Like, the Christmas season, there's a Christmas event where you get, you, like, do a secret Santa with people in the town. Yeah. Like, they feel like genuine people. Hmm. Yeah. That's my, uh, one of my relaxing games on the list. My other one is Firewatch. Firewatch. Firewatch is more of a visual novel. Okay. Where you're a guy whose wife died. and Sounds fun. Yeah. And um, the game starts with you taking a job as a fire watcher. Okay. So you hang out in this, like, tower in the middle of the woods, and you, like, look for fires and solve mysteries. Yeah. And uh, I, w- I don't want to spoil it because the story is incredible. Mm-hmm. But basically the forest is not all it seems, and there's mis- dark mysteries to be uncovered. Okay. So I think it's like a six-hour game. Um, I like like one of my ex-girlfriends. Like I would just give her the controller and she mm-hmm. would just play it and explore the wilderness and like there's like deer that walk by and stuff like that. Okay. And um, the whole time you're accompanied by like a radio operator who's hilarious. Her name's Delilah. She's incredibly funny. Okay. She's like making fun of you and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, not so relaxing. Let me find my other. Um, I have, it's on my phone, I have Saints Row 3. That's, uh, that's not the one where you're the president, right? Uh, no, that's Saints that's Row 4. That's 4, okay. Saints Row 3, you're the leader of the Saints. Yep. And mm-hmm. this is so high on my list because there's a mission where you're in a helicopter, and as you jump out onto a rooftop yep. pool yep. party, Kanye, Kanye West's West? power yeah. is playing. <laughs> I like, remember that. As soon as you jump out, it goes... Ba-da-da-da-da, yeah. da and then you're like, what? Like, I I love Kanye West more mm-hmm. than any other artist, so it was a dream come true for me. No, yeah, I, I, I know exactly what mission you're talking about, because I yeah. played all the Saints Row games except for the first one. Um, mm-hmm. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that was a good moment for me, too. Yeah, yeah. Saints Row 3, I think it's kind of like with a forgotten one. I hear people talk about Saints Row 2 a lot, and mm-hmm. I hear people talk about Saints Row 4, but I don't hear people bring up 3 a whole lot. I like Saints Row 3 a lot more than 4. Saints Row 3 has a lot of those moments where... You're just doing something in the game, and you're like, this song would be perfect here, and then that song starts playing. Yep. <laughs> like, there's a part, like, the first part of the game, it plays What I Got by Subline, mm-hmm. and, um, like, you're just riding in a car with your friends, just, and all your characters are singing What I Got. Yeah. At the very last final boss, I Need a Hero starts playing. Does it really? Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, I Need a Hero. Yeah, it's incredible. Huh. Like I, I haven't played Saints Three in a while, so oh, I don't particularly. I tried to go back and lot, check it out, but my disc is broken. It doesn't. I don't oh, think it's back bro, it's for compatible real? either. Wow. So I can't buy a new one. 
Yeah. That isn't. Uh, I think Saints Row Four is. Saints Row Four is. But three yeah. isn't. I played four. Three is not as. Wow. Good as I, I want it to be really bad. Is it just regular four? or Is it Get Out of Hell? Um, I don't know. They gave away the Get Out of Hell for an Xbox Live Gold. Okay. So that's that's how I got it. I don't know if the actual original one is. Okay. I, I haven't mean, played your disc in and try it. But. Okay. I haven't played Get Out of Hell, so I'm not. I don't know anything about yeah, that exactly. Yeah, I liked to Get Out of Hell. It was a good DLC. Was it, it, was, was it just a DLC or was it? It was like, like a standalone DLC, I think. Okay. Like Get Out of Hell and Saints Row 4 were given out together. Okay. So I don't know what's actually DLC and what's not 100%. Yeah. I just know that there were some weird missions where I was like, this probably wasn't in the main story. Yeah. Stuff like that. Okay. Um, the next one is a game I bought three times. I bought Skyrim three times. I bought it once for the Xbox 360, okay. once for a PS4, okay. and then once for the Xbox One. And why exactly would you buy a game? Because I times? really like that <laughs> game. Uh, I got it for Xbox 360 when I was like, like when it came, right when it came out. Yeah. And I had just gotten like Turtle Beach headphones, and in the beginning of the game, you walk out of a cave, and I distinctly remember in my headphones like birds chirping and water like flowing, and I was mm-hmm. like, this is the greatest game of all time. <laughs> like it, it totally hooked me right from then. Okay. So I just I spent so much time in that game. I can't help but love it. Like thousands of hours. Yeah, I I'm, never got on the Skyrim hype train, but I've heard a lot of people speak very highly of it. Yeah, I I bought it for PS4 last year when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, my roommate offered to split the cost with me because he it was his Bet. PS4. So I did that and yeah. we played it a ton. Um, and then I got it for Xbox One uh, this past like winter break because I needed something to do. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'll just buy Skyrim and throw away this next month. Yeah. So I did that. Um, that game never gets old to me. Yeah, is it like, I guess, one of those games that, like, even after you beat it, you can still keep playing it There's so much to do. Yeah, those I, games get to me. <laughs> I want to say I've done every side quest in the game. Just those games I, are toxic I had to my time to, management. I, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> they are very toxic I started, to my time I management. started a new playthrough, like, and I had to, like, I literally gave it up when the semester started because I yeah. just didn't have time. Yeah. I know that game so well. Like, I'll have people on my headset, like, talking about what they're doing. And I can describe what quests they're doing and where they have to go next. And yeah. then after that. Wow. So they're like, I'm uh, I'm doing the Aura the Divine quest. And I'm like, oh, you want to go to this place and then do this. And then you got to talk to that guy. But make mm-hmm. sure you don't do this because yeah. if you do that, then this will happen. Yeah. And I just know that. I know that game so well. That's imp- I can't think of a game that I know that well. That's impressive, yeah. actually. I, I also would just spend time trying to break it. Yeah. Like, I would just run on houses just to see if I could fall through the ground. And sure yeah. enough, I found places all over the map where you can just drop through the ground. Yeah. Um, I remember quest lines that are so broken, like Bethesda bugs, where you don't know if the quest is broken because there's a bug or if you don't know that. Like, it's a term you called the Bethesda bug, which basically means the game is so big there's going to be parts in it that yeah. will mess up randomly, and there's mm-hmm. no way they could possibly find those bugs. Yeah. So I remember like find, coming across those and being like, I could be the only person in the world experiencing this error. Probably. I need, it was like a big math problem. It's like yeah. I need to solve this and figure out how to fix it. Mm-hmm. That It just has a special place in my heart, even mm-hmm. though people complain about it being re-released seven times. I think Skyrim's been released like between five and seven times. Really? Like the first time. The first special edition, mm-hmm. then the second special edition for the PS4 and mm-hmm. Xbox One, yeah. PC, which yeah. they made a big deal about, VR, yeah. and then Nintendo Switch. Wow. That's a lot of Skyrims. That is a lot of Skyrims, mm-hmm. yes. I actually had a friend that had it on the PC, and I watched him play it, and I was like, this does look interesting, but it looks like a game I'll be bad at. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to... 
When I build a PC like five years from now, I'm gonna get Skyrim and just turn on the best graphics ever. Because <laughs> on my Xbox, th- I I looked, I put the game on my Xbox 360, and then I put my Xbox One next to it, and I was like, how did I ever play this in the yeah. original resolution? Yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna be saying that when I come back and play this on the PC. You know. Yeah. That's that's Skyrim. I mean, honestly, that's probably my favorite game of all time. Um, let me see what else I have. Oh, Pokemon Emerald. Okay. Yeah, I know um, Stephen was going to talk about Pokemon Fire Red, but Pokemon Emerald will always be better for me because mm-hmm. it was my first one. Like, sparked a like a ten year. I still love Pokemon. Yeah. And when I got Pokemon Emerald, it all started from there. Like, that's that's kind of all I have to say about it. Like, people know what Pokemon is. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm trying to think of what Pokemon game. I don't remember exactly which Pokemon game I grew up playing. It was for. I want to say GameCube, or if not, it was on my cousin's Nintendo 64. If it was on GameCube, it would be Colosseum or um, it might have been whichever XD one. Gale of Darkness. Whichever one where Mew and Mewtwo were floating over a stadium in, like, the main menu. <laughs> I think that's Colosseum, and I think okay. it was for the N64. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was either GameCube or N64, um, but that was, like, the one I played the most. I never I, played any of those console ones. I really? was all handheld, yeah. Yeah, I I've play, I played one handheld one. I'm not going to remember the name of it, so okay. I'm not even going to try. Yeah. Because I didn't play it that often. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had one on one of my uh, Game Boys. I'm for, uh, yeah, I'm not going to remember the name of it. But, yeah. yeah, I played Coliseum the most, so that's probably my first introduction into Pokemon gaming. So, yeah, I, I haven't, like, played it since, so I don't know about the quality of Pokemon mm-hmm. games now. But that, though, like, the that... Pokemon game was probably the one that uh, sticks closest to me, mainly because it's the only one I really played. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. From the time I was, like, 12, me and my friends would just get on Pokemon and battle each other, like, every week. Mm-hmm. And then we'd go home and train our Pokemon as much as we could. There was a time when um, my brother was in the hospital, so I bought him Pokemon Heart Gold, and I yeah. bought and me and two other friends got the same game, mm-hmm. and we raced to see who could beat it fastest and who could have the strongest Pokemon at the end. Okay. So that game means a lot to me as well, just because I remember staying up with him and playing that game. Yeah, I feel like Pokemon's a genre of, like, I feel like Pokemon along with, like, games like Mario, Sonic, I feel like those those type of games are just going to be just there always. Like they're Hopefully, you, yeah. Yeah, I feel the like they're just... The ones are actually really good. Yeah, I feel like just certain game franchises just don't die ever. Yeah. I feel like you just have to keep them going just mm-hmm. because they're just such a big part of gaming culture now. Yeah, Nintendo's done a lot in the more recent ones to attract mm-hmm. younger players. Yeah. Because there was a while where they were starting to die off and mm-hmm. the games weren't that good and they were getting kind of stale. Yeah. But they've done a lot to refresh them and they're going to do a lot to refresh this next one when yeah. it comes out for the uh, Switch. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you kind of have to do that though when you're releasing a lot of the same title. Eventually, you're going to run into yeah. an issue of yeah, everything kind of becoming the mm-hmm. same. So you kind of have to redo it, which is, I think, the issue Call of Duty ran into, which is why I don't buy them anymore. Which is why the next <laughs> Call of Duty yeah. will not have a campaign. I heard about that. That was that was big news. No campaign. They want to focus on zombies and multiplayer. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, I don't know a whole lot of people that played through the Call of Duty campaign anymore. Like, I stopped after Black Ops 2. I couldn't get past the uh, World War II one because my game crashed, and I didn't really? want to redo a mission. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I don't know why. The Call of Duty campaigns just got less and less fun for me after a while. Yeah, because like, they were less and it? less important in the developers. Yeah, I was just like, this look, this is boring now. I don't feel like doing this anymore. Like, I remember I got Black Ops 3, and I started the campaign, and after, like, two missions, I was like, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. Isn't in the first one you go on, like, a coked-up rampage with an axe? I don't even remember. I know you're against a bunch of robots. I remember that. You're going up against a bunch of robots, and it's not people, I think. One of the black ops is you're like a drug dealer, and you snort coke, and then you pick up an axe and start chopping people. And I watched that. I I know that exists. I have a vivid memory of watching my my brother play that mission. And I was like, why would anybody want this? Maybe it was Black Ops 2. 
I have I, no idea. Yeah, I, it's yeah. been a while since I played Black Black Ops Two was the one I think where you had all the weird side missions that weren't you weren't really like. It was weird. You had like a drone controlling in that the might air. Have been and, it. That might have yeah, been it. and you had like different uh, scenarios that could happen based on choices you made. I mm-hmm. think that was the yeah that Black, yeah okay that was Black Ops Two campaign. I think yeah. that's the last one I actually played all the way through. And after that, I was just kind of like I started playing the campaign. Actually, no, the one with Kevin Spacey. I think okay. Be the, press F to play, pay respects. That was Black Ops Three, yeah. right? Uh, I don't remember. No, it wasn't one of the Black Ops. It was okay. a different one. Oh, was it Advanced Warfare? It might have been. There's so many CODs. Whichever one, whichever one had Kevin Spacey, I think that was the last one I played all the okay. way through. Yeah. Unless that, I'm forgetting the order in which they came out now. But West. that was that's the last one I remember playing all the way through. Actually, the last one I played was MW3. Oh, so it's it been a while. Eighth grade. <laughs> okay, yeah, I got that game on launch night. Yeah. I went to the GameStop and waited in line. I was so mm-hmm. excited for that game. Yeah. That was the worst. Yeah, usually I, I after a while I stopped. Like I stayed away from Call of Duty campaigns, but mm-hmm. I'm such a big Kevin Spacey was such a big Kevin Spacey yeah, fan. Yeah, I wrote a column about that. <laughs> I was like, I was a big Kevin Spacey yeah. fan at the time because um, he's in a lot of my like movies that I hold dear to my heart. Seven Usual Suspects. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw Kevin Spacey in a Call of Duty game. Of course, I'm going to play that campaign. <gasps> I buy it. Exactly. He's so, he literally <laughs> plays Kevin Spacey in the game. Exactly. So I played through that campaign literally only because Kevin Spacey's in it. And then after that, I just went back to multiplayer and zombies like usual. And yeah. then after that, I don't think I played any other of the campaigns just because they just kind of all felt the same after a while. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, what's the point anymore? Josh Dumal from Transformers is in World War Two. Really, he's a Dick. Yeah, sucks. that makes sense. Everybody hates him. <laughs> that makes Although sense. he might come back, I never beat it. But yeah, I, I, I'm done with Call of Duty stories. I'm glad they finally just decided, like, here, no one cares about this part of our game. Yeah, Let's people are mad out. about it. I really? saw, I saw a tweet. It was like, "This is what's wrong with modern gaming," and I'm like, "Shut up!" You what? Gonna, no, you were, silly. I was like, "You're not gonna play it." Exactly. Like, <laughs> no one plays. I don't know anybody, and I. It's not like, oh, I know one or two people. Like, no, I don't know a soul that plays Call of Duty campaigns like that. Yeah. I, sh- I just don't. I had a friend that tried to get through halfway through my uh, World War II. Not even halfway. He got, like, through one mission. It was like, skip it. Like, I don't know anybody who gets through Call of Duty campaigns anymore. I just, I don't know of any. I mean, I'm sure there are people out there that still do it. I'm saying I yeah. personally don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying I feel like that's a dwindling part of the game, and I feel like it's a game that you, it's part of the game you're, like, devoting time to trying to make. But then not a whole lot of people are playing. Yeah, it's 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 pointless. Speaking yeah. of good campaigns, um, my last game is Mass Effect 2. Okay. Like, I know you haven't played it, but that, no, I haven't. that uh, game makes you feel for your co, like the other characters in it, so mm-hmm. much. Like, if one of them die, I was legitimately sad. Like, yeah. like I need to restart the game. Yeah. <laughs> I, need to go, I need to go back and make sure they yeah. didn't die. Yeah. That's how much I, I thought that game was... With, I thought the writing in that game was so good. I genuinely cared for the other characters like they were real people. Okay. That's another game like Skyrim where I know every single mission in it. Mm-hmm. I've just played it through so many times. Were you a fan of Mass Effect 3 or just yeah, 2? Yeah, I, I liked Mass Effect 3. I didn't think it was as good as 2. Okay. But I liked it, and I think the outcry was dumb. The outcry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. At the mm-hmm. time, people were really mad at the Mass Effect 3 ending. Yeah. But those games were so big and complex, mm-hmm. and like any conversation in the game could change something. Like crazy. So really? ending all that when all these players have hundreds of different storylines and different experiences mm-hmm. is impossible. Mm-hmm. Like you can't make one ending that satisf- that satisfies all Everything, of those. Yeah. yeah. Like I remember talking to people about the game after we played it and they're like, oh, that character was there for you? Like he was already dead two games ago in mine. And they're really? like, wait, what? This character saved my life. So there are things like that that are, that are huge mm-hmm. 
elements of the game and then yeah. like even like like how your character treats other people it's like mm-hmm. just stuff that roots from the first game yeah there's no way for them there was there would be it's impossible for EA to make a just a or for Bioware ending. to make a single yeah. ending that wraps all of that up yeah except for the ending they gave and I think it was mm-hmm. the best thing they could have done I actually really like games that have or at least give you choice to kind of decide where the story mm-hmm. goes even if it's in a limited fashion, I, I like being able to because I, I mean, after I, like I mean after all, a game's an experience. You're controlling yeah to a certain extent what's going on. So I feel like I, I'd like to have a little bit more control in terms of where the story it's goes. Interactive. Let me yeah. Interact. Like if my character does this, this will happen, or if my character mm-hmm. does this, this will happen. Not just here's a story. You're gonna play through it and get to the end. Yeah. Yay for you. You beat it. I like having more of a just choice in terms of different places where the story can go. And that makes it more interesting to me. Yeah, that's like, why. I feel like my actions mean something. Exactly. Yeah. That's why Mass Effect Andromeda flopped. Because yeah. your choices don't matter. Mm-hmm. Like that, like most games, game. the reason why I don't pay attention to the story in most games is because the story is just some linear theme I'm going to play through and be done with mm-hmm. anyway in a it's few like, minutes and forget about. They're going to read me a book now and yeah. I have to sit here and listen to yeah. it. Yeah, only difference is I'm playing through it, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But in, if you give me a choice and like I actually am invested in what's going on because the stuff that I do actually yeah, you know, you're changes the, the outcome of certain yeah. things, exactly, then I feel like I'm more invested into what's going on. And, of course, I'm more likely to go back and redo it to see what I missed in terms of, well, I've what if read, I go back and I've do this as opposed to this? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so I, exactly. I feel like that, makes, that enhances the gaming experience a lot more. Yeah, definitely. For um, sure. There's uh, bad ways to do that where you don't tell characters that you're making. You don't tell people that they're making a choice. When has that happened? That happens in other Bioware games, like in um, in the Dragon Age games. Okay. There are points where you can do stuff and you're like, wait a minute, I just totally blocked myself off really? from half the game. Wow. Mass Effect's guilty of that too. If you do too many main storylines, yeah. you block off a ton of side stuff wow. that you just can't go back. And because of that, characters will die. Yeah. And you don't know that they're going to die until the next game later, or yeah. two games later. Yeah. So that's that's frustrating, and that's why I think I lucked out, and I might not have liked it as much, mm-hmm. because I played them all at one time when they were all out. Yeah. I didn't play one and then wait for two. Mm-hmm. And I I played them in a way that was suited specifically towards what I like in games. Mm-hmm. So I played them once through and just let everybody die and just didn't care. <laughs> and then dope. I went through and like looked up guides and... Yeah. Like, I looked up missions and I was like, or I went to the Mass Effect 3 wiki. Yeah. And I was like, how do I keep every character alive from Mass Effect 1? Yeah. Teach me. And there were hundreds of articles and, wow. and pages that were like tutorials on how to, on what conversations to pick and yeah. and what missions to do and not do. So literally do. a single sentence can change whether a character mm-hmm. lives or dies. That's too much for me. There's a scene in the first one. <laughs> that is too stressful for yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> there's a scene in the first one where one of your like other characters, like you're arguing with them. And if you don't have a high enough Paragon score, which means you need to choose, like, the happy dialogue mm-hmm. enough throughout the game. Yeah. And you can't do that unless you played every single side quest up to that point. Yeah. If you don't have all of those and you don't pick the right dialogue option, you have to shoot them. Wow. If you shoot that character in Mass Effect 3, yeah. you can't unlock a different character and you can't get a different ending because that guy was the only guy who could do something. Wow. It's Awful if you don't know what you're getting yourself into yeah, and you that, want to get the best ending. That would stress me to no oh, end. Yeah. I have a perfect run of Mass Effect 1 okay. saved on my Xbox 360 hard drive. Yeah. I have a perfect run of Mass Effect 2, and I have a semi-perfect run of Mass Effect 3. Semi-perfect. Because I didn't want to play it again. Because the, <laughs> the, the quest management in that game yeah. is awful. Yeah, I, I feel like that that's a little too much now. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have to micromanage everything. Like yeah. I want to be able to play through and kind of... Have a little bit more, feel like I have more free reign mm-hmm. instead of literally one sentence can change whether a character lives or dies. Yeah. That, that was, yeah. 
that's probably one of my biggest complaints with Mass Effect 3. This is the only thing I will let critics have. Yeah. The only thing that I thought was bad was the quest management system. Mm-hmm. Sucks. Yeah. There would be menus where you it doesn't tell you where to go. It doesn't really tell you what to do. It's like so-and-so, like, Flargle Snarf lost his communication device. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know who that is or where yeah. they are. I'd use a lot of wikis for that game. And I recommend anybody who's playing Mass Effect to just load up the wiki. Or, Have a laptop well, right no, next to you. <laughs> do what I do and just play through and let everybody die. Yeah. And then go go back and, and keep people alive and make the decisions you want for the yeah. next few games. Okay. Have you played uh, Fallout at all? Any of the Fallout Love games? Love Fallout. Okay. I've only played Fallout 4 because it came with my system. Mm-hmm. And I, I brought that up because of Fallout 4, you had a little bit more choice to kind of choose what you want to do, which I really liked. I've only yeah. played through it once, and I think I think I aligned myself with the Brotherhood, the people at the Giant Suits, yeah. mainly just because I wanted a Giant Suit. I did three playthroughs yeah. of that game. One yeah, I just wanted a Giant Suit, so I chose them, even though they were kind of dicks. But they were huge dicks. Yeah, I There's did. no right fa- I don't like any of the factions in that You don't game. like any of them? I wanted a solution to blow them all up. I don't know. I'm trying to think what faction I like the most. I think it, uh, morally, I think I like the um, the first one you encounter. I'm forgetting the railroad names. or the institute. Not the institute. The railroad's the free the robots one. Nah, it wasn't the railroad. It was oh, the one the, before the Minutemen. Yeah, yeah, the Minutemen. Yeah, I Minutemen. actually did like that ending. That yeah. was the one I. That I haven't was my played favorite through one. the Minutemen ending yet. I just didn't choose them because I was just like, this is a very limited resources group. Mm-hmm. I need something that's going to give me a little <laughs> yeah, bit more. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I went with the Brotherhood, which was weird because my sidekick was the android guy, okay. the detective android. Yeah. So it was kind of awkward, like having conversations with him. I after can that. imagine. Yeah, but um, I, I only used the dog. Really? You only use the dog? You I only use the else? dog. As soon as I got a all different campaign, I'm like, you can have, I'm like you no, I want the dog. dog. Wow. I, I, I played that game all three or all four times, yeah. and only the dog. I got rid of the dog as soon as I could. Heartless. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I was just God. like, I was like, oh, I get to get a giant green guy? Yeah, I'll take him over a dog. Sorry. Oh, I got the dog, and I named him after my dog. So I was like, hey, Nico, come over here. And no, like, that would work, too. An actual do dog that. would come over, and yeah. I'd be like, no, I'm not talking No, I'm not talking yeah, my video game dog has replaced you yeah. now. Wow. Yeah. That's just heartless. Game's so fun. You call me heartless. You replaced your video game dog with your real dog. I didn't replace him. He's right <laughs> next to me anyway. If you like choice in Fallout games, Fallout New Vegas does it way better. I haven't played New Vegas. From the get-go of that game, you are yeah. picking between fact like there are dozens of factions that you're picking between. And yeah. you can like put on clothes to trick people into thinking that you're part of their faction. Mm-hmm. And like wow. like the entire game is just huge decisions that like there are like 30 different endings to that game. It's ridiculous. Are you serious? Yeah. You Isn't can, there like an extremely hard mode where you have to pay attention to literally everything? Yeah, I would not do that. That doesn't sound like fun. Yeah, you have to I, I heard about that. I was like, this food. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. I'm like, this sounds too stressful. It's miserable. Yeah. There was actually an item. If you pre order that game, mm-hmm. you pre order Fallout New Vegas, you get an item called the Settler's Canteen, okay. which made it so you didn't have to drink water in that game type. That would be nice. But why even play the game type? I'm just saying, like, yeah. I feel like. It's I for achievements. People who wanted it. Yeah. People were big into achievements then. But, like, I'm just, like, I don't want to have to pay attention to all that when I'm playing a game where I'm, like, shooting people and doing missions. So I don't have to much. worry about whether I drank water. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, way like, too much. That's not really a thing. I got enough to worry about in a Fallout game mm-hmm. other than did I eat today. Yeah, that's yeah. a hard game, too. Yeah. I heard that's why I didn't get it because mm-hmm. at the time I wasn't as skilled in gaming as I am now. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, if I buy that, I'm dying at least 100 times. That game is try. really bad about letting you go where you want. Really? Because if you, if you don't... For the first half of it, if you don't follow the quest markers, you can mm-hmm. walk into an area where the enemies will just destroy you no matter what. Yeah, I mean, I felt like Fallout 4 was kind of like that a little bit in some Yeah, areas. but it got harder as you went south. Yeah. It wasn't like... It, but like it, yeah, it progressed that yeah. way. Like, you, it, the game kind of directed you towards mm-hmm. places where the levels will kind of be on the same as you, and you're not fighting somebody who's, you know, 12 times stronger than yeah. you. But 
uh, yeah, that so that I appreciated because otherwise I would have probably ran into that situation where yeah. I run into this guy and boom, I'm dead. Okay. So I'm uh, running into that issue with Assassin's Creed Origins a lot too. Okay, because like you know, you, like you, you yeah. can't just play through it anymore. You have to no, be a certain level no. to complete each mission. And me being stubborn, I'm just like, you know what? I'm a level 18, but let me go try to do this level 25 mm-hmm. mission. Doesn't work. The Witcher was good with that. If really? you were good enough with the combat and yeah. you knew how to like equip your weapons and mm-hmm. boost yourself, you could do. If you're good enough, you could kill anybody in that game. Okay. Yeah. Another thing about Fallout New Vegas is. The, it wasn't developed by Bethesda, so it was licensed by a different developer called Obsidian. Okay. So Is that the only one not made by Bethesda? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, so um, Fallout 1 and 2 were, like, top-down, R- not RTSs, but, like, top-down turn-based. They're, like, X- XCOM, pretty much. Okay. So they're nothing like it, and they came out in the early 2000s. Gotcha. So... Fallout 3 is the only... Fallout 3 was the first third-person one, mm-hmm. and then New Vegas came out the year after. It was made by Obsidian. Mm-hmm. And there are different things that are... Like, you can't walk all over the desert. Mm-hmm. There are out-of-bounds areas, pretty much, that really? lay, that funnel you into areas of interest. Okay. And what that does was an out-of-bounds area do, essentially? You just can't get over it because it's okay. a mountain. Okay. Like, there's an invisible wall. Gotcha. And that, and that part's frustrating. But what it excelled at that other fallouts didn't was giving you choice. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, 30 different endings. And then at the end, Ron Perlman narrates all of your specific endings. Oh, see, now you didn't tell me Ron Perlman was yeah, there. Now I have to buy it. Yeah, like you should lead with that. War. War never <laughs> changes. And then at the end, he's like, your super mutant friend like lived this, and he was a hero, and people yeah. loved him. And then you can... Like, you can become the leader of the Strip, which is where the game is. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, and then there's you, the the Wanderer or whatever, or the Courier. And you're like, he's narrating your life, like, the past, like, 40 hours. Hmm. He's just telling you what happened and how cool it was. Hmm. All right. Well, I think now we should get into, after that long, productive conversation yeah, yeah. about our lives in gaming, get into what we're reading, playing, and watching. So, Jeremy, why don't you start us off? Um, What am I... I have not had time to do a lot of popular culture stuff. Yeah, lately. I totally understand that. Um, I have been just throwing on like One Piece while mm-hmm. I study, just so I like I've watched it so many I have times. I've not watched that show in just a while. Happens. It's there's a lot of filler. Yeah. Like um, I would actually like one One Piece and then like Naruto, just because I've seen them so yeah. many times. I can just throw them on in the background and, yeah. and listen to them. Too. I only really watched One Piece because as a kid I watched a lot of Naruto, mm-hmm. and I remember that being like the show that came on right after. And I don't know why I just never turned my TV off, so I just left it on. So I kind of, I guess, secondhand watched One Piece yeah. growing up. So I'm not, like, too familiar with the story a whole lot, but I'm, like, sort of familiar with the vibe of the show just because I used to just have it on kind of for background mm-hmm. noise. So I know what you mean. Filler-wise, they're nowhere near as bad as Dragon Ball Z, which is yeah. the, the pinnacle of filler Yes, episodes. yeah. There are a lot of Naruto has quite a few filler episodes too, though. True. Yeah. I went online the last time I watched it because me and my roommate last year wanted to watch it. Yeah. So I went online and was like, what episodes of Naruto can I skip? Yeah. Same thing with Bleach. If you There's like a whole that. season you can skip, actually, in Shibuden. Like, there's literally like yeah. a whole season of just Yeah, like, I read that. Flashbacks. I was like, I can just I'm like, not watch this? Yeah, okay. like a whole season of like flashbacks. I was like watching through. It's so like, is there any episode that takes place like in the present? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that, that was, they kind of threw me off a little bit. Yeah, Bleach is the same way. I remember watching that. Bleach is like a dude with a big sword killing demons. Yeah. And like season three. People are like, just don't watch it. Like, it really? doesn't mean anything. See, like, I like watching anime, but anything where you can just have a whole season that I can skip. An just entire seems, season. That it just seems weird. Like, a few happen. episodes, I understand, but a whole season where you just, like, don't watch this? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, you need to get better about that. Yeah. I feel like you should be able to watch every single season and move along seamlessly. Not, like, watch seasons <sighs> two, three, 
five and seven They're busy, skip the rest. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if we just throw up, like, five filler episodes and, like, no, we'll do a whole season that yeah, doesn't matter. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, come on now. Y'all, y'all are running out of story ideas that much. But I guess so, man. It's hard to it's hard to be an animator and write anime. I guess but, so. Yeah. All right. What about well, you? I recently just got back into the most recent uh, Middle Earth game. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, because I started playing. I bought it a while ago. I started playing it, and then life happened, and then I kind of got off of it. Those games are hard. Yeah, and I got back into it, so I'm starting to kind of get through that a little bit more now. Mm-hmm. I'm still in the very early stages. I haven't gotten, it, like, far in it at all. I think I'm just now to the part where you can start possessing people. Okay. So that shows you how far I am. So I'm trying to get through that. My friend accidentally beat the first one for How'd me. You accidentally I had done beat the, the entire one. game up to the final boss. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't do it. He never played the game before. He picked up the controller. Half an hour later, I walked back in my room. He's like, "Yo, I beat this game." Wow. Like, Excuse me. He's like, "Yo, I just beat the final boss." I'm like, wow. "You are the greatest video game player I've ever seen." Because this game is incredibly hard. Really? But yeah, he he beat it. It wasn't that difficult for me, but there are certain parts where I'm just like, "Yeah, I'm not getting through this." I for had a such while. a hard time. Like there were like. I kept getting unlucky with tasks. Yeah. Like, there were tasks where you have to kill, like, 20 people in two yeah. minutes. And I'm like, uh, like just Yeah, that stuff would piss me off. Yeah, yeah like, the, the big crowd fights you would have to do, those, those would get me sometimes. Those were miserable. Yeah. No, I, I know what you mean now, Did they actually, fix that yeah. in the second game? Or they no, it's still in there. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it's not as bad as the first game. Like, you're not yeah. fighting, like, 40 people at a time or anything mm-hmm. like that like you were in the first game. I, I remember got, one part, it was, like, I feel like the whole map was after yeah, me. Yeah, I'm like, how do I get out of here? But, like, I, I haven't run into that yet. At least not too much in the second game, but there are definitely parts where it's a decent amount of people you got to fight. It's not nearly. Actually, there is one part where they throw a lot of people at you. You're like in this coliseum, and they're throwing like a bunch of bosses and generals and stuff at you. Mm-hmm. But it's not nearly as difficult as what I encountered in the first game. Okay, so. I can always have my friend beat it for me. Yeah, of course, you can just call him up. The greatest video game player ever. I don't know how he did it. Hm. All right, well. That's it. Exactly. It's Thanks been nice talking guys. to you guys. Um, you can find us on however many podcasts we're on. We're I don't on know the extensive list. Much, yeah. I feel like we're on all of them pretty much. Yeah. You can also find us at Raven Geeks on CM Hyphen Life. So, until next, next we'll time. Have one more. Yeah, next week all we will be going life. into. Next week we'll have our other member. Yeah. And next week we'll be going into uh, the MCU, basically a retrospect, mm-hmm. and getting you guys ready for Infinity War, which should be fun. Yeah. So, I'm going to learn time. a lot too. Yeah, I'm sure you are. I'm probably going to learn a lot too because there's a lot about the MCU I've probably yeah. forgotten just because I haven't seen those movies in a while. Okay. So, but until next time, we will see you guys. And please stay safe out there. <laughs> yeah.